Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Productive Parks 5-Minute Podcast, the show for busy people working to change the game in the parks and recreation field. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the benefits of native plantings in parks. Many modern parks have an abundance of turf grass. Some of it gets used often, like athletic fields, playing areas, or even sports. Other times, it's an unused open area that needs regular maintenance. Meanwhile, park agencies seek ways to reduce labor and maintenance costs to offset the rising expenses of almost everything. Is there a solution to cut costs as well as to make better use of relatively unused land? Consider transforming unused areas into spots for native plantings. The benefits go well beyond budget concerns. In this article, we explore how creating native planting areas can positively affect the environment, community, and maintenance operations. Then we look at what to consider before starting the project. What is a native planting area? A native planting area replaces common landscaping with various local plants. For example, replacing turf grass with non-woody flowering plants, grasses, ground cover, trees, and shrubs. The types of native plants will vary based on the location, but you can get a listing of your location's native plants from local ecological sources, consultants, and of course, the web. Homegrown National Park, for example, has a page with resources to find native plants based on your zip code or region. Native planting areas are a nature-based solution that benefits the environment, local wildlife and insects, and the community. Let's take a closer look. Benefits of Native Plantings Why choose to replace turf grass with native plantings? The benefits will vary based on your area and the types of plants you use, but here are some general things you may see. Natural Beauty A variety of native plants allows for a landscape of eye-catching flowers, abundant fruit and seeds, and brilliant seasonal changes. Nature lovers and passive observers can delight in the four seasons of beauty native plants have to offer. Helping Wildlife Native plants attract a variety of wildlife to an area. Nuts, seeds, and fruits produced by native plants offer a diverse local dining experience for wildlife. The plants provide essential nutrients and habitat for pollinators like hummingbirds, bees, butterflies, birds, bats, and moths. Mammals also use natural areas for shelter and food. Plant diversity. Native plants have evolved to flourish in their natural ecosystem, yet many have natural predators that help keep a single species from taking over. In contrast, some non-native plants don't have natural predators. They aggressively spread, choking out other types of plants. Some invasive plants can overtake entire areas of natural habitat, destroying diversity and habitat. While some maintenance is still required to control native plants that spread quicker than others, once a site gets established, the variety of plants creates a natural balance that encourages species diversity. Water Conservation Native plants have evolved to adapt to local climates. They generally are more hardy and healthy, requiring less water to maintain. Preventing water runoff. Generally, turf grass has a shallow root system that doesn't absorb much water. Many native plants have deeper root systems that increase the soil absorption of rainfall, which in turn reduces water runoff from the site. The root systems can also help prevent erosion along bodies of water. 
Furthermore, turf grass often has an excess of phosphorus and nitrogen left over from fertilizers. Rain can cause these elements to enter nearby water sources. The runoff causes excess algae growth, depleting the water's oxygen and harming aquatic life. Reducing air pollution. Native planting areas reduce mowing times. Less mowing times means less carbon emissions. Gas-powered lawn tools account for around 5% of the nation's air pollution. One gas-powered lawnmower can emit up to 11 times the air pollution of a new car for each hour of operation. Native plants help remove carbon from the air, reducing air pollution. Larger plants and trees efficiently store the greenhouse gas carbon dioxide. Native Plantings and the Maintenance Team We've seen how native plants benefit the environment and community. What about the Parks and Recreation Agencies and their maintenance teams? Lower Labor Costs Areas of native plantings don't need to be mowed. Less time spent on lawnmowers so that the maintenance team can focus on other pressing needs for their parks and facilities. How much time can be saved? For example, a 61-inch zero-turn riding mower, going at an average of around 6 miles per hour, can mow one acre of turf in roughly 20 minutes. If you converted 60% of a park space to native plantings, how much time would that save at your parks? Add to that the time no longer needed for fertilizing, watering, and weeding once the native plant areas get established. You have significantly reduced your labor costs, which is helpful when dealing with open positions or budget cuts. Longer Equipment Life If your mowers and other landscaping equipment get regular inspections and preventative maintenance, the reduced usage increases the equipment's lifespan. Also, you're spending less on replacement parts. Fewer supplies and materials needed. Native plants thrive in the local environment. They generally require less fertilizers, pesticides, water, and maintenance. Native plants also require less water, reducing the need for watering and irrigation. Enhanced sustainability metrics. Suppose your agency has a sustainability plan or is considering creating one. In that case, native plantings can help improve metrics in water conservation and management, energy conservation, natural resources and habitat preservation, and community health and wellness, to name a few. What to consider when planting native areas? Just throw some seeds on top of the turf grass and the native plants will start to pop up, right? If it were only that easy. Developing these natural areas requires careful planning. You still want to create clear goals and objectives for the site. You also want to evaluate the site, the soil, topography, hydrology, and existing natural features. It's also important to identify any disturbances that can degrade the site. Factors to consider include Flooding Chemical contamination Fire or suppression of fire Invasive species Urbanization fragmentation, and roads. Then comes choosing the appropriate native plants based on the site evaluation. Successful plantings should align with the site's light, water, and nutrient availability. Also, planting species based on their natural associations can help the site established more effectively and efficiently. It's a lot to plan. The labor and the costs associated with creating these natural areas, however, are an investment in the future. Some agencies choose a DIY approach, while others hire consultants or companies to install the native plants. And the investment can pay off.
Maintenance savings can total up to 50% when the plants have been established, typically about three years. Sure, there's still going to be some monitoring and maintenance of the areas, but it can pale in comparison to all the mowing, watering, and fertilizing done previously. Do you want to take a closer look at the next steps for creating native planting areas for your park's assets? We recommend checking out an Introduction to Using Native Plants in Restoration Projects, put out by the U.S. Forest Service. It will give you a clearer picture of effectively establishing native plant areas for your assets. The takeaway. Replacing unused turf grass areas with natural plantings offers many benefits. These beautiful, valuable areas can be sustainable, environmentally friendly additions to your parks. The time planning and cultivating can pay off multiple times with reduced labor, supplies, and equipment costs. Well, that wraps this one up. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Productive Parks Podcast. Remember to tune in each week for more tips on how to make your agency more productive.